It is Monday, May 18th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, apologies for the little bit late start to the show today. Got back late from Darlington last night, which is why I'm kind of running a little behind today. But uh, big weekend of action to recap, some news items to cover off on. Uh, so we'll jump right into it. The Great Lakes shootout at Jackson Motorplex was supposed to be Friday and Saturday night this last weekend. However, rain forced the cancellation of Saturday's program. We did get some good racing in on Friday night, though. They ended up having... 50 cars plus, 55, 58 cars, something like that on the property at Jackson. Uh, Donnie Schatz went quick time in qualifying. Heats were won by Schatz, Zeb Wise, Tony Knight, Linton Jeffrey, Bill Baylog, and Mark Dobmeyer. More on Tony Knight here in a minute. The dashes were won by Schatz and Ian Madsen. The B-mains were won by Jason Sides and Corey Eliason. Donnie Schatz led the feature early from the pole, but he was under fire early from Ian Madsen. He looked like he might have Schatz cleared down the backstretch on lap two, but a caution for a stopped car landed the, or handed the lead back to shots on the ensuing restart shots took back control of the race the next challenger for the top spot was then sheldon hoddenshield from his third start uh, third starting position he hounded shots for a lap or two and then made a big move in three and four ten laps into drive-by shots for the lead while drivers were swapping the lead up front brad sweet slowly made his way into contention from his sixth starting position he got by shots and then ran hoddenshield down in lap traffic he took took the lead coming to seven laps remaining and held off shots to win the five thousand or held off sheldon to win the five thousand dollar check at the end of the night. Donnie Schatz finished third with Casey Kane fourth and Ian Madsen fifth. The talk on Twitter through the early part of the program might have been Tony Knight winning that heat race. Nobody seemed to know who Tony Knight was. Uh, but he beat a really nice lineup of drivers in his heat race, including Hoddenshield and Kyle Larson. Later in the night, it was determined that this Tony Knight might actually be Scotty Thiel in disguise. Uh, I'm not sure why Thiel used an alias and uh, covered his face, but uh, he definitely had people talking uh, through the course of the night. But really fun night at Jackson. Hope you got a chance to tune in. Uh, Sprint Car's back in action this week uh, at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 at Peavely for two nights for the World of Outlaws. Thursday night's Magnolia Mayhem 40 Super Late Model Show was pushed to Friday also because of rain. They had a stout field of drivers in attendance at the Mississippi racetrack. Jimmy Owens and Rick Rickman were quick time in the qualifying groups with heats won by Peyton Looney, Rusty Schlenk, Timothy Culp, and Michael Arnold. Neil Baggett and Jonathan Davenport won the B-mains. Peyton Looney started on the pole, but the story of the night was really Jimmy Owens. He took the lead on lap two from his sixth starting position. I mean, he went right to the front, uh, and he never really looked back. He went unchallenged the remainder of the night to take the $5,000 win. Timothy Culp was second, Dennis Erb Jr. third, Ashton Winger fourth, and Rusty Schlenk was fifth. Uh, on Saturday night, it was 411 Speedway in Tennessee's turn to host a 5,000 to win super late model show. Corey Hedgecock and Kent Robinson were quick timers in the two groups, uh, while heats were won by Logan Robertson, Zach Dom, David Payne, and Chase King. Casey Roberts won the six-lap dash. So for the feature, it was Roberts and Jimmy Owens on the front row. And it took Owens no time to pick up where he left off from the night before um, at Magnolia. He used the high side to jump to the early lead and then through the 40-lap feature. Corey Hedgecock tried a couple of times to kind of mount a charge, uh, working through lap traffic. And then on a late restart, he, he had the nose underneath Owens there briefly. But Owens was just too good. Owens led all 40 laps en route to the win over Hedgecock, Josh Rice, Kent Robinson, and Casey Roberts. Obviously, a very good weekend for Jimmy Owens. He actually hadn't raced um, all the way back since the, the shutdown started in 
in March. He hasn't raced in any of these other programs up to this point. So a nice weekend back for Jimmy Owens in late model competition. It's going to be a busy week for the late model fans this week. Both national tours in action. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is at Golden Isles Speedway Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night this week. And the World of Outlaws Late Models take on Jackson Motorplex Friday and Saturday. We'll talk about these shows kind of as the week progresses, you know, who to watch for and, and you know, kind of get you up to speed and ready for those events. As they did last week, Speed Shift had 360 sprint cars uh, from Marysville Raceway in California on Saturday night. The feature was wild again. Um, uh, you know, last week you had the leader get spun out in lap traffic. This week, not a whole lot different. Um, you know, watching these these drivers, I, I, this is something I haven't done a whole lot of is, is watching a lot of these kind of California bull rings, uh, you know, kind of outside of the World of Outlaws uh, Sprint Car Series races. But, you know, it's been really fun these last two weeks watching these guys really, you know, on a really cowboy up racetrack out there in Marysville, you know, wheel stands and, and you know, the cars jumping around and, and try to control them. But pretty pretty entertaining features, um, you know, to watch and, and watch these guys really battle these racetracks. At the end, it was Ryan Robinson winning over Sean Becker, Tanner Carrick, Jody Robinson, and J.J. Hickel. Uh, we talked about this before. Mark Smith dominating UCS that continued the, or USCS that continued this weekend. They ran a pair of shows down at Southern uh, Raceway in Florida. Mark Smith again sweeping the weekend. He now has nine wins in ten races of this season. The only other driver to win a race so far this year is Terry Gray. Um, just absolute and complete and utter domination for Mark Smith so far this year. Um, the season has, or the series has a trio of shows this weekend. They're going to be back at Greenville Speedway, Riverside International Speedway, and Old Number One Speedway. Uh, no reason right now to think that Mark Smith's domination won't continue of that series. Uh, pretty insane to watch here so far uh, this season. Little news over the weekend from the World of Outlaws: Bill Rose announcing his full-time return to the Sprint Car Series. He competed in Florida at Dirt Car Nationals, but missed the Knoxville Raceway show. Uh, he will return to the series this weekend at Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55. Rose has attempted the full schedule before and has 195 career outlaw starts. He's going to be extra busy, though, as he also hopes to continue his day job of building inside house trimmings. Uh, the outlaws are back in action, like I said, this Friday and Saturday night live on Dirt Vision. They will also have a limited crowd there at Peevely. Uh, so um, it'll be interesting, uh, you know, to finally have some fans back in the stands for some of these races um, and, you know, with Missouri kind of relaxing some of those rules and some of those standards, um, they are, they're allowing a, a, a very small crowd. And I'm not sure I should I guess I should have looked at this. Not sure if tickets are still available. I knew the first night sold out fairly quickly um, and they might actually be sold out for Saturday as well. But uh, I can update you on the show about that tomorrow. Uh, if you're looking for some IMCA racing this week, you can find a full list of upcoming events over at IMCA.com. They've got a packed list of races, um, including shows in Iowa, South Dakota, Kansas, Wyoming, Texas, Idaho, California, Arizona, a lot of races on that list. And they plan on resetting that list each Monday as more tracks continue to open back up. Uh, they encourage both fans and competitors to check with the racetracks to see which divisions are racing and make sure that there haven't been any changes to those programs and see, you know, so obviously some of those are going to be um, you know, uh, spectators or, or competitors only. Some of them are going to allow uh, spectators. So make sure you check with the racetracks on that list before you attempt to go to one of those races. Um, busy week of racing this week. Like I mentioned, lots of late model stuff going on all week. Um, World of Outlaws sprint cars in action. Um, you know, we'll keep you updated on all of this stuff through the week. Um, we'll jump in and start using my uh, my formula for predicting races again with with both the sprint cars and late models in action this week. We'll we'll jump in and check some of that stuff out here later in the week um, and get you ready for these Lucas races at Golden Isles. 
and then keep you updated on any other news items that pop up this week. Um, I did want to say briefly, Darlington yesterday was a very interesting experience. I had not yet obviously been to a racetrack since all of this started. Um, and, and with that kind of being my, my other career at this point, you know, getting back, to, getting to go back to the racetrack yesterday was pretty neat. Um, very different experience from, from a standard race, which I'm, I'm sure, you know, the, the competitors that have competed at some of these, at some of these dirt races will tell you, um, having no fans in the stands is certainly strange. And, and it's not, not so much strange as to look up and see nobody, but um, those points in the night where there would be, you know, crowd noise and and guys on the you know uh, on the PA system and things like that, there was just it was just quiet yesterday. So very strange. Um, you know, certain parts of it, you know, obviously very weird. Other parts of it, not so weird. The you know once the race really got started and and you know you know, watching the cars go around the track and and you know we just kind of jumped in and did our normal thing and and it was it was nice to be back at the track and. And I certainly, you know, uh, obviously want you guys to be safe and, and want you to make good decisions and things like that. But if you get a chance to go back to the racetrack, uh, you know, hopefully soon, you know, take advantage of it. It's it's kind of nice to get a little bit of that normal back in your life. And uh, yesterday was was certainly nice to get back to the track and and you know see the people you're 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 used to seeing and normally seeing, um, and and get to get to do a little racing yesterday. So it was certainly a, a fun day and and uh, looking forward to the next couple of weeks when we've got a lot more racing to do. So uh, that's it for the show today you can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review. Um, you can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. You can follow along with the site at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler, and you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.